0: Welcome to the Rodeo Wagon Podcast, brought to you by Western Edge App and produced by Casmic Cowboy Productions. Make sure you go to Instagram, check out all the cool stuff they're doing. We're here with Pedro, owner of CP Western.
1: Yes, sir. Thank you much for inviting us to be on a part of the podcast. We've been uh, talking about it for a couple weeks now, and we finally made some time to get it done.
0: Yeah, for sure. We'll do it in person again sometime, too. You're in California. Oh, that's yeah.
1: True yes sir uh right in the middle of california I read the california uh, about 40 minutes uh south of fresno which is what a lot of people know or one of the bigger rodeos here is the clovis rodeo cool. uh, last weekend of april heck yeah i haven't rode at clovis but i've been to fresno a bunch okay yeah we're right here i mean uh from like the entrance of fresno maybe 30 minutes tops but we're right right in the middle that's cool
0: man how yes, long you've gotten everything so Tell us a little <laughs> bit about, like, what your store is, the product, and kind of how you came to, to, you know, start that up.
1: All right. So, uh, we're CP Western here uh, in Reedley, obviously. Uh, so, it all kind of just started as, uh, what if what if we start this? So it was me and my buddy. We were like, all right, you know, let's sell boots. Nobody really sold, like, I mean, everybody obviously sells, like, your uh, Aria boots, your Justin's, your, but nobody really sold anything, at least in area, like. What's out there in like Texas, like kind of like an R. Watson style, like that kind of boot, like a uh more punchy boot, not your typical just brown and black boot. So we kind of just started uh, brainstorming, and then in Aria, nobody really sells open crown hats, so we kind of started going from there, going from there. Uh, we just went went at it. We didn't know what we were doing. It started off as a clothing store, and (laughs) it kind of entered off into the what we have now, which is like all the bull riding gear. Um, so that that kind of just came over time we saw a need for it in the market just from being at different rodeos being up and down the and then i just kind of started like hey do you know anybody who sells bull ropes and i was like bull ropes and then just kind of started asking questions asking questions and we got got together with a couple of bull rope makers and we've been working with both of them now for a little under three years
0: okay and that's how i yes. first heard of you keith hall he got a rope from you yes, not too long ago and he was like man you got to mm-hmm. check this company out He said, I ordered a bull rope and he said that he's going to have it (laughs) by the end of the week. And everybody, generally in the rope industry, if
1: it's
0: (laughs) four weeks, it's eight weeks and it's never on time. And he said, if it wasn't there that week, and I'm like, was it a pre made one? He's like, nope, it was custom done.
1: Custom. Like, dang. Only customs. So that's kind of what we advertise a lot. Especially since we're like a smaller company. I mean, I have a lot of in stock ropes here. So if you call me and you're in a rush and, like, hey, I need a rope, I usually have, I try to have at least one of every rope. So one left hand, one right hand American, one right hand, one left hand Brazilian, most of the time. When it came to Keith, he called me. He's like, hey, man, I've seen you on TikTok. Uh, I need a bore rope. And I was like, what do you need? He's like, well, I'm looking for a very specific one. So he sent me the specs of it. And I was like, all right, give me, I think it, I told him three or four days. Give me three or four days. I'll have my guy just drop everything that we're doing and he's going to hop on your bull rope. It takes him about, I mean, he doesn't work all day, but it takes him about two or three days of uh, weaving it all up and getting the leather in there. And then the next day to ship it. So usually we're three or four days and then we offer the express shipping, which is one day from like overnight shipping. And then we just offer your regular uh, UPS shipping, which takes about seven to nine days. Yep. Uh, yeah. That, that was a, that was a the story there with Keith. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's pretty cool. That's uh, when, I, when I saw his rope, and he's an American, so it's a little different than mm-hmm. what, what I am. But at that point, when I got contacted you, I was kind of in a bind, too. And you probably get it a lot, but a lot of us bull riders okay. don't think ahead, and we're not ordering, you know, oh, no. <laughs> ahead of time. It's generally last minute, you know, like the yeah. finally broke down, and it's just biting into your mm-hmm. hand. And so then it's kind of imperative when yeah. now.
1: <laughs> so, so kind that, of, that's kind of a deal kind of the the thing that i kind of started to pick up on to where a lot of people were uh like hey i need a rope now and i'm like no like when i first started i was like dude like i'm getting we just we were working with one guy which to this day we still work with him his uh his company is uh strong bull ropes out of mexico okay uh super good rope and i would call him i was like hey man i need ropes he's like shoot i got a four month wait oh, man. so when i started once it was my turn, they like, did make me 12 ropes, make me 16, makes me 20. But it was still from that four-month wait to the time that he made the ropes because he takes a little bit longer. So, I mean, I was getting maybe 10 or 12 ropes every six months from him. So then I found this other guy uh, just on Facebook. I mean, I I like to say it's uh, my biggest – the biggest advantage I have is that I'm bilingual, so I can communicate with these guys a lot better than, I mean, like pretty much anybody who doesn't speak Spanish. Right. So um, I go in there and I tell them, I'm like, hey, I need this, 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 specifically, boom, 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 can you do it? Yeah, send me a sample. So before we started working with this specific guy, which is JG, I sampled like three or four other rope makers and man, the quality's not there or just the materials that they're using. Uh, everything I kind of, I mean, I've, I've, I've ridden bulls for fun. I have bulls, but I've never like professionally done it. So I try to just kind of nitpick all the little details and think about how you guys think to where, I mean, every little detail matters, obviously, for you guys. So kind of did that, sampled a couple rope makers, and then just stuck with these two. And we've been with them for, for a while now.
0: That's actually kind of encouraging, too, that you, you're you kind of testing out quality of leather. Because I've went through, man, over the last three years, I've really been testing out different ropes. I. Mm-hmm. I started, I rode an American all the time, and then, you know, I transitioned to the Brazilian 2018, and I I just love the Brazilian, but then just going from the stiffness to different kinds of leather, there's a few mm-hmm. uh, ARD, I believe, their ropes, um, Austin Ramirez, yeah. I think is his name. Oh, yeah, yeah. The quality of leather was, um. it's a different kind of leather. It's not the same, and I actually, uh, you probably can't see it. Cause I got, you know, and, and I love, I don't mind that, that quality. Um, It's kind of hard to see these ones. So this is, this is the one Austin has and it's it's more, it's almost like a glazed, like you can tell, like, I don't know, I don't know if he's soaking it in benzoin, but once that um, break breaks in, then they don't last very long, but they break over quick opposed to you know your leather you can uh, you probably can't tell a whole lot from looking at it It, it's definitely a different kind of leather that's being used
1: yeah so we've been uh we've been experimenting with a couple different uh tanneries so we kind of been like in the last four months we've been like kind of seeing which one has been working better for us i get them so like this leather right now which is like what i have here what you have there okay it's this one's a little this one's a little bit different I don't know if you could tell, if you could show the block there. So this one's a little bit uh, not as thick yeah, compared okay. to what you have there. Yeah, so yeah, this one's more a thicker, flat. A
0: thicker leather. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So we've been kind of seeing what, what works best. I've been getting input from all the guys. So with those ropes, like the one that you showed there, um, what they do is kind of spray like a kind of, I guess you could call it like a clear coat. It's just a clear coat of like clear paint to make mm-hmm. it look shiny. Uh-huh. So it's nothing special it at first. That, that mm-hmm. It's not, yeah, shine. Yeah, it's nothing special. It's just a uh, clear coat of spray paint so that it looks shiny. And a lot of people have started doing it. Uh, which actually, the the other guy that works with us, the strong bull ropes, he does it, but his ropes are stiff. Like just yeah. out the out the box are stiff, even without the clear coat. And his ropes. I had a guy. He told me he'd been on about 125 head, and the rope was still going good. Dang.
0: Yeah, man, it's so, so too, when you get into those bull ropes and everything, and even the different kind of leather, it's so personal. Every guy's Mm -hmm. kind of like something a little bit different. And Mm -hmm. even for me, you know, I would go there for a minute. I was going with straight Brazilian ropes, and I was getting them Mm -hmm. like FR bull ropes. Quality bull ropes, great bull ropes from Brazil. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Really stiff. I mean, they're like Riggins. Yeah. I just the way <laughs> I ride, I didn't get along with them very well. And so then mm-hmm. Austin, even though it was a cheaper kind of leather, uh you know, he kind of had a higher rise than you have, but mm-hmm. is that that leather breaks down sooner, so it doesn't take yeah. maybe a couple rides and it's broke down to where it's kind of pulling on my hand, kind of like an American would have. Mm-hmm. And so that's yep. what I really liked about your rope when I got your rope is you kind of have a stiffer. Or a thicker leather, it's it's definitely a little bit different. But it's a stiffer leather, but uh, your rise is smaller. And it actually pulls yeah. down on my hand. It's almost perfect. Mm-hmm. Um It's close to a... Yeah. There's another rope I got Blake Lewis made. And I really liked it. Okay. It's similar to yours, except for you have a bigger block. So I can mm-hmm. already tell that that rope is going to last longer than this one did. I want a lot of money in this rope, though. Uh, okay. okay. So you can see... Yeah. The size of the block, how? Yeah, that's that's a much smaller block than than what Mm -hmm. this is.
1: It's almost—I
0: don't even know how to describe it. It's tiny. I mean, this sucker is not very
1: big. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. I can see it from the from the picture there. Um, So a lot of with these ropes, I like how you mentioned the Brazilian-made Brazilians. We carried them for a while, but I had a lot of complaints. Like you said, like people were not used to being so stiff in there. That your your hand doesn't move like it's stiff. Uh, if you have never ridden with a super stiff Brazilian rope and you just go from one day to another, I mean I had people that wanted to return them, and these are quality ropes. I mean they're 400 dollars for a reason, obviously. Yeah. And percent. I had people like, hey, I'm I'm not I'm not liking this rope. This rope isn't working for me. Like, can I switch it out? Like, I know it's it's a good rope, but it's just not working for me. Like like I'll try to help you sell it and then you can get another <laughs> one from us. But I can't just take it back, especially, I mean, they go on three or four head and decide that they don't like it. And I'm just kind of like, dude, like, it's, it's, I guess you could say on a Brazilian rope, obviously Brazilian made is the best of the best, but I mean, everybody's kind of has their preferences when it comes to all that stuff.
0: And I think, you know, there's different riding styles and, and, you know, if you're used to riding really underneath your rope, then, then Mm -hmm. stick Brazilians are great. And if you're, you know, more used to breaking over a little bit and, you riding that front end a little bit more than I think it's nice to have, you know, what what was your two, was it a two and a half inch rise?
1: Yeah, those are two and a half. inch. Everything that I have in stock is two and a half inch rise, just because that's kind of like the standard. Uh, We've brought a couple of three inch, three and a half, but then like just for somebody in a bind, most of the time they want to like low rise. Yeah, it's very rare. And especially with like the specification for the PBR, like they're a little more strict than the PRCA. So I always kind of try to go by the book
0: by the book yeah for sure and and honestly with the pbr like with the one you got which i would have got the the exact same rope no matter what you probably up to three three and a quarter on that rope Mm -hmm. still meet the you know the the specifications within the pbr the pbr what they do they just take a two by four two by four Mm -hmm. stick it in there and then tighten it up but for me i i don't i i like it to bite down and i actually like it to feel like an american it's uh, okay. pulling down on my hand. It—that's okay. like, not everybody, okay. you know.
1: Uh, yeah. So, so we actually had a situation with uh my my buddy from Str- strong Strongbow Ropes. So we had a guy that kind of that thought he wanted the same thing, like to pull it, for it to pull tight. So instead of a two and a half rise, he was like, "Hey, man, I want a two inch rise. Two, I want a two inch rise, two inch rise, two inch. Rise. Like, hey, I don't think that's going to work out. It's going to be too tight. No, that's what I want. That's what I want. That's what I want. So this guy makes a rope Boom, boom, boom! Ships it out. He calls me like a couple days later. Hey, uh, this guy says he wants his money back. That that rope is not working out for him. I was like, "What's wrong with it?" He's like, "Well, that, it's too tight on his hand." I was like, "Did we we argued back and forth with this person for a couple of days, and he was like head, like insisting on a two inch rise." But I mean, that's when it's uh, when it comes to bull ropes, I guess I hate to say it this way because I mean I'm not a I'm not an expert and I'm no professional, but everybody always. Uh, thinks they know what they're, talk- what they're talking about when half of the time it's just stuff that you hear online or see or in comments and stuff like that sure. and it kind of always comes back to yeah. And I, kind of
0: I don't know, see I'm not that picky when it comes to my bull ropes I'm really not, there's some things that I like like for instance that one when I told you I kind of like it to pull down on my hand like an American, mm-hmm. I don't just yeah. like a super fat tail but I don't know how to tell you that in the measurements and all of that Oh, yeah. And to be honest, I've wrote it. It, it matters less to me about the width of a tail, and even the handle. I've wrote in wider tails, and I've wrote in smaller tails, and I'm right there in the middle because my hands, I think, are wear eight and a half gloves, so I'm just kind of right, right there in average, yeah. eight and a half. But uh, I think that to me mattered a lot less than knowing yeah. I'm getting one that's. You know, two and a half inches or that's gonna bite down on my hand versus one that's
1: gonna mm-hmm. be super stiff. Uh, yes, for sure. No, yeah, that that's that's kind of a thing that we we encounter that a lot. Uh somebody's like, Hey, I wanna I want my handle to be nine sixteenths inch and I want my tail to be uh fifteen sixteenths I was like, Okay, so you want your handle to be a half an inch and your tail to be one inch. He's like, No, I want it to be 16 or it was 15 16ths of an inch i was like dude how much is one sixteenth of an inch like <laughs> look on a tape measure and he's like that's what i want i was like all right, right. all right you're good so i go to the rope maker i was like hey one inch tail boom get it shipped out nothing like there was really nothing no complaints on it it's no more one. more of a mental thing yeah because i know <laughs> so so basically the, obviously everybody has their own ways of working it everybody has their their strategies and everything but for us basically it's a three quarter inch a seven eighths inch or one inch okay or
0: or bigger and you, you want can, one you two... kind of measure that then it's not unreasonable yeah if it gets small enough how do you even measure that and then what about you yeah. know these ropes what about temperature and shipping and
1: you know i, yeah. I don't know but I, you... you know that
0: whether <laughs> it's heat
1: warm or cold or you know yeah salt. it's all leather too so it all stretches a little bit yeah. and there's always a lot of details, like you say. Once you tighten it, obviously, when you tighten your tail up, it's gonna go from one inch to three quarters of an inch. Once you pull it really good, right. but it's it's kind of like a. I mean, it's all a mental thing. More nobody's really gonna go and say, "Hey, this is not three quarters of an inch. It's <laughs> uh, it's uh, what's three quarters times eight? It's six eighths of an inch or seven eighths of an inch, whatever it is. And then they did like. These little measurements is kind of more of like the or everybody asks for a baby nine, but nobody really knows what a baby nine really is. Keith,
0: Keith, I I don't know what a baby nine is. Keith, I'm pretty sure you did one because his his tails he gets so little, (laughs) tiny. I I don't even I don't even know how he does it. I guess he has but it's. After he used yeah. it for about three months and you go look at Keith's rope and he already orders it small, but by then it's fully stretched out. And
1: Yeah. So the thing with those, with those ropes too, a lot of people don't understand that the thinner it is, especially for these big bulls, I mean, you get half an inch tail, you're pulling, you're pulling, you're pulling. It's not going to last as long as a, it's, it's the same amount, it's the same material and everything It's just really thin. So you pull, you pull, it, put so much pressure on it. It's not going to hold up as much. Handles yeah. are the same thing. Your handle you get it uh, half an inch. It's gonna be tight for a while, it's gonna be really stiff for a while, but just cause it's so thin, it's gonna give out sooner than a bigger handle.
0: Yeah, that's probably Which... why too, a lot of them Brazilians that are using the true Brazilian ropes, a lot of those handles are sick. Mm-hmm. I, and a lot of those guys, like I don't even I don't even know why they get new ropes. I mean, I can't tell you how <laughs> many I bought ropes oh, from Barbosa and They're used ropes. Why are you getting a new rope right now? This is perfectly. This is true for me.
1: (laughs) uh, My my good buddy is uh, Junior Patrick Soza. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I know He's a good buddy. He he used to live an hour away. So we would go over there once in a while. He has a wall of ropes. They all look new. He's like, yeah, I don't like that one because of this. So it's there. I don't like this one. I don't like that one. He'll get a new one. He'll use it once or twice for practice. Nope, I don't like it. Off to the wall. Off to the wall. Off to the wall. He's,
0: yeah. he's very,
1: very, very picky. And, I mean, obviously, it's been good for him. He's He's been doing good. But he's very, very picky with the ropes. Yeah. And everybody. And I know a little, lot of the guys.
0: Yeah, everybody's mm-hmm. a little different. And, and I think, you know, people change, too. You know, as they mm-hmm. go on, I don't know if it's little subtleties in your right. I, I play golf a lot. And I, yeah. it's a same thing with golfers. Golfer, they're kind of changing little things. Their their swing changes from year to year, and mm-hmm. I think that kind of happens a little bit with with bull riding as well. Maybe as far as for sure the feel and the timing and, and yeah, you, oh yeah, it's... You, you see that a little bit. Do you have any questions that you ask guys when they're inquiring about ropes? Is there anything that you to try to make sure that you you're kind of getting right? Is there anything that you come across that you?
1: Um, so most of the time, uh, it's more like a oh, I need a thin tail. what's the thinnest that I can get? And then it's kind of just asking like, oh, what size glove do you wear? Yeah, okay. uh, that's that's kind of where I base my style, my my uh, measurements and stuff. If they don't know what they need, I'd be like, hey, what size glove do you, do you wear? So most of the time, if you're about a size seven or eight, I'd get you what, what I sent you, which yeah. is a three quarter inch handle and three quarter inch tail. If you go a little bit like eight or nine, like a lot of these guys and like uh, wow. Zeke, uh blue mitchell he just ordered a rope from us oh did he um yeah he just got one and then brian titman yeah he wanted the same exact robe uh so they're about eight or nines i believe in gloves so they wear they they you uh need a seven eighths tail and a okay. seven eighths handle so you kind of go off of that okay. and then just from like a majority of the people that i sell to are kids man uh just because it's so accessible for them to just, especially, I mean, we're on TikTok, so they message me on TikTok, "Hey, I need this." Boom, boom, boom. Five minutes later, I'm on the phone with their parents, like, "Hey, are you sure this isn't a scam?" And I'm like, "No, like, I'm a legit business. I, I just like to make TikToks." Right. But uh, a lot of the time is just kind of getting in contact with them, uh, making sure they know what they want. Like, I'll get the question, like, "Hey, what's better, American or Brazilian?" So they're not like my my number one question is, especially for beginners, like, where are you learning to ride? Who's teaching you? What are they like? If you get a Brazilian, will they be, will they be able to teach you to use a Brazilian? Because I know uh, here in uh, well, here in Fresno, there's a practice pin there. It's called Jerry Brown's. They're all transitioning to Brazilian ropes now because there was a guy there who was like kind of like the teacher. Uh-huh. And he he was uh, big on Brazilian. like Brazilian rope, Brazilian rope. Everybody used to use American. He came around. He started teaching everybody to use the Brazilian rope and actually like uh, use it correctly. So they're big on Brazilians. And then there's uh, a guy down south in... Oh, man. I forgot exactly. But it's AK Bucking Bulls. I know over there, they're big on American. I've seen so they're, on Facebook. Yeah. So they're big on American. They have their practice pin there. So I always like they they'll ask me like what's better American and Brazilian and I'm like man if you're just being in, if you're just starting off, just talk to whoever's teaching you, talk to whoever's helping you out, and make sure they can they know what they what they like that way you can try it too and you learn you learn what they're teaching you because obviously if they're teaching you with an American bull rope and you have a Brazilian and everything's backwards you're kind of gonna be all over the place and you're not gonna understand exactly what you're doing there.
0: I never really thought about that you know when I when I first started it was in a 2012 I okay. started bulls and it, it, there wasn't a ton of Brazilians around uh, Brazilian mm-hmm. ropes um, yes sir wasn't a ton of Brazilian ropes around and so pretty much American was the only choice like I I wasn't even introduced to that question okay. really that that early um, and yeah there, there was starting to where now it's been a huge transition in it and I've started realizing even some of the different feels of it so I never thought about, you know, somebody teaching you and whether what they're teaching you is going to directly correlate to what you're feeling with, you know, the rope you're using. But I know yeah. I jump bulls a lot. So I would, you know, if a, especially if a bull was hair triggered, then I would mm-hmm. not jump them. Um, I wouldn't do that all the time, but on specific types of bull and with a Brazilian rope, I I,
1: I won't ever do that. <laughs> Yeah, no, yeah. So that, that's kind of like more what I ask when it comes to ropes, I, especially for these beginner guys. I like to help them out because I know, like, I've seen people start off and there's everybody's kind of like, eh. Like, you ask them something. Like, people come to me sometimes for writing advice, and I'm like, man, like, 100%, I'm not a bull rider, but I'm around all these guys. I kind of pick up the little things here and there. Uh, I set up my booth at bull riding schools. Like, when I go to bull riding school, I'm paying attention 100% just to see what they're learning. And then if anybody, like, if I can help somebody out in the future, just little things like, hey, you did this, do this. Like, I've never, like I've been on a obviously, but not professionally, but uh, that's just my kind of like my main deal. Just if somebody asks me for advice or if I can't help them out, send them the way that someone else can help them out. Or that's kind of what I like to do. So more asking questions like that, rather than just like, oh, here's a bull rope here. This is the best one. Like yeah. <laughs> Yeah, this is the best one. This is what you need. Just because this is all I have on hand, this is what you need. This is yeah, so I'm more. Man, that's I, more. That's more what I
0: what I would ask. I do know you're quick. You you get right now. Everybody's backed up. It seems like which is it's right. not I think everybody. There's only so many people in the states, or you know that are well known right around here. There's only so so many people that are well yes, known. Right. So obviously you're gonna have a longer wait time. Uh, you know really just just a few mx you know i think they were four or five months blake lewis he's (laughs) maybe even farther back but he's blake's kind of transitioning to not doing it full time so you know you still have some of that brian franks you know and he makes good ropes but Mm -hmm. that eight months last time i checked yeah Uh, for sure you know if you get an fr you get them pretty quick uh, but you're getting you, you're getting a specific kind
1: of rope but you know it's, it's a true brazilian so, so with the FR ropes i've seen a bunch of them pop up everywhere so what those are now they're kind of transitioning more into like well i mean obviously they're bigger but so they are them and MX are kind of doing the same thing so they're transitioning more into a factory style okay. that's why you can get a, an FR rope so quick so FR uh Fabio Ribeiro, he's not he's not making bull ropes anymore. He has kind of like a factory going on uh-huh. to where there's a whole bunch of people. That's their job to make their ropes. So well uh I've I've never seen a bad rope from them. And I, I mean I'm I don't know specifically specifically what like these Brazilians look for in them.
0: Yeah, I don't either. But, hey there folks. I wanna tell you about my favorite cowboy hat brand, sombrero brands. As a professional bull rider, I know how important it is to have a hat that not only looks good, but can withstand the toughest rides out there, and that's exactly what Sombrero Brands delivers. Their hats are custom-fitted and shaped to perfection, with a level of attention to detail that's hard to find these days. But what really sets Sombrero Brands apart is the fact that they're a family-owned and operated business. Mark and Kendall Holler, the owners, and their daughter Sarah, who's only 13 but already a hat-making prodigy, are all passionate about their craft. They know what it takes to make a cowboy hat that can stand up to anything the rodeo circuit can throw at it. And get this, the founder's grandfather, Polly Holler, was born and raised at South Camp on the Four Sixes Ranch. These folks have got cowboy blood running through their veins, and it shows in every hat they make. That's why I'm proud to have Sombrero Brands as a major sponsor for my podcast, the Rodeo Wagon Podcast. So if you're in the market for a hat that's tough enough to handle anything the rodeo throws at it, Give sombrero brands a try. Trust me. You won't be disappointed.
1: What I was uh saying was uh, with the uh, factory style of working, I mean you never know who's making your ropes. You don't know Yeah, sure how long they've been making ropes for, if uh they actually know what they're doing. So with that with that factory style of obviously it's it's a bull rope, it's something very I I don't wanna say intimate, but it's something very uh I mean when you're using it it's it's something for the sport that you love and it's just like you need it to be good you can't just you know have it off of a factory from china kind of deal especially
0: consistency you know Mm -hmm. it's going to make it
1: you know i could see how
0: having multiple people making ropes can mess with the consistency and especially at a high level if there's a specific feel that you're getting from that rope That's gonna, you know, maybe even dip into that consistency a little bit. I even noticed some ropes; it'll take 15, 20 bulls before I even like them. Yeah, and no, I'll, that's... sometimes I'll struggle. Like I'll get, I'll, I'll mm-hmm. almost re- just dread getting a new rope because <laughs> it's gonna take fifteen to twenty bulls of just suck before I get that mm-hmm. that nice feeling that you're used to. And yes, getting on better bulls helps break that. Timing down mm-hmm. a little bit, and you know obviously you can I've started to really pay attention to like what you sent me. I love because it was it was a smaller ride, two and a half inches was perfect for me, and so it kind of took away that process of having that leather that you yeah know, three inches break all the way down to where you know it was pulling down and it, being able to crack out over my bull rope um yes sir, and you guys uh are pricing wise I don't. You guys are the, probably the best priced ropes I've seen out there. What are you guys running, like uh, three, three? So right now
1: for for a full size, we're did we're doing three hundred to three forty, depending if it's in stock, if it's custom colors, and all this other stuff. Which by colors I don't mean like oh, if it's blue, it's gonna be so much. Just kind of what we have. Like if you want a pink bull rope, like I'll make it happen. It'll cost a little bit more, and it'll take yeah. me a week or so to get the material. Which we right now we're kind of transitioning more into a uh more generic ropes to make it more just black on black, white on white, black and tan. That way it's easier, like I said, if you're in a rush and you need something now, I mean it's not gonna be like, oh there's a red rope. Uh oh, blue's my color. Like that's what we're kind of doing now. But yeah, we're going for about we're going for about three hundred, three twenty, three twenty.
0: twenty. Three twenty and then yeah. this is the uh green this is yeah. my first <laughs> green rope. I which I don't even care about color all oh, yeah Man it makes no oh, difference
1: man. to me, but you—you <laughs> you should see some of the people, man. They're like, "Hey, I want a purple rope. I want a pink rope, and that's what I want." That's, I, "Hey, man, I can't get that material in for two weeks. I want a pink rope, and I want it now." And I'm like, "Man, <laughs> dude, like, uh, give me two weeks. No, I need it. I need it on Saturday." I'm like, "Damn, like, we can't do it, man. I'm sorry. I wish we could. If we had the material in, and I—if it's a Monday, I can have the rope at your house by Friday." And then obviously, with that, there's, I mean, the custom cost, like I said, it's a little bit more. And then for like standard shipping, I don't charge. But if you need it overnight, uh, it is a little bit more of a charge, obviously. But if, uh, like I said, if you order on Monday, I can have that at, the, at your door on Friday. Just, and it's going to be the same rope every 10.
0: Yeah, that's, that's pretty, pretty impressive. Um, especially for us guys that are, you know, trying to make a living going down yeah. the road and, you know, and, oh, no, yeah. And, heck, you're doing so much more than that, too. So what else are you doing? I mean, you know, what are are you actively more involved in that, you know, you see a lot of your business kind of thriving in? Because I I can't be just bull ropes or even Uh, bull riding.
1: So we've been leaning more towards the bull riding this past. Well, just from this year forward, Uh, just uh, we do a lot of custom boots, which I don't really advertise it too much just because. I mean, with boots, obviously, it's the same thing as a bore. rope. The weight sometimes is ridiculous. And I haven't got it down to where I can be like, hey, I, I can get you a custom pair of boots in this amount of time. It always varies. Yeah. So, like, I don't like to offer it too but there, much, but we do do.
0: What does that come down to? So, when you're dealing with, like, uh, you know, the wait times and stuff with boots, what, is, what, what does that go into on your part as far as
1: making boots? And, you know... it It really depends on what the... I guess you could say the demand is at the, at that specific time, like let's say in it was about February, I ordered like twelve pairs of boots. This guy got them done for me in less than two months. okay From there, I ordered another another like six or seven pairs just because uh, the same people that ordered those boots are like, "Hey, you know what we really like them? Let me get another pair. It's been now four months, and I'm barely gonna get in half of the pairs. Man. so it, it really it yeah. really depends that's why i don't really advertise it too much like i'll get boots in and then i whatever i have in stock i'll advertise like hey i got a 8 9 10 11 12 whatever it is and then offer custom every once in a while like i had a guy uh he messaged me uh the other day he's like hey man i'm looking for a specific boot can you help me out like, yeah what is it? he's like just a rough stock boot 12 inches high the heel the rawhide leather in the back i was like all right yeah give me a Give me a couple days to see how quick I can get them for you. And then I could talk to him. I was like, it's going to be about two to three month wait. He's like, man, whatever it is, that's fine. Just uh, I've been looking for them online everywhere. Everybody else sold out. Yeah. It's not too many people really sell them like in stock, I guess you could say. Oh, it, it, it's probably a niche market, to be honest, too. Yeah. Was definitely- <laughs> everybody
0: wants them. But how many people is everybody?
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. So that that's the kind of problem that we ran into, too, when I would bring in. Fifteen twenty 20 pairs. It's like, man, everybody wants them. But now that I have them here, it's taking me two to three months to sell them. When, when I don't have them, I have people asking me every day, every day, hey, do you have boots? Do you have boots? Do you have boots? I am like, all right. So now I have them here. Like the last time I brought in uh, 24 pairs, and I had before I got them in, I had people uh, message me on Instagram, like, hey, do you got those rough stock boots? You got the, because I put them on TikTok. You got the boots? You got the boots? Like, yeah, man, I got them. I got them. I got them. And then, like, out of all those people, maybe twenty-five percent of them ordered, and then I was just stuck with a whole bunch of boots. Yeah. So yeah. that's kind of a, like right now, specifically, what's been the best and what we're really uh, leading towards is like the obviously the bull rope. That's like our number one from everything from uh, sheep rope, calf rope, steer rope, the junior bull ropes, and then your full size adult rope uh, stuff in stock, and then custom orders. That's like our number one spurs. Number two. Which uh shoot man, the spurs are I mean, we could talk about spurs for days too. There's so many specific things that everybody kind of looks for. Do you make your spurs? uh no, so we have two guys working for us, okay, um, so one of them is a little bit more economical uh it's a good spur, stainless steel has your PBR route. and then I got like your kind of I like I mean, I don't really like to compare, but what would be like your uh, slinging shank kind mm-hmm. of deal?
0: Uh huh. Yeah.
1: Uh, way better. Way better quality. Uh, last you a lot longer. Uh, they called it a, a forever spur. <laughs> forever we to uh yeah, Gary LaFue was actually the one that he's like, hey, if you guys are looking for spurs, these are forever spurs right here. You'll buy them once, and never have to buy them again. Is yeah, there? I, I mean, the quality on them is great.
0: There's not a ton of guys out there making spurs either. That's that's another. Yeah. Sling and shanks is probably you know the. To go to, but there's not you, there's more
1: rope makers than there is, you know, guys. Mm-hmm. Spurs. So with the Spurs too, I know for a fact because I mean, <laughs> everybody that does kind of what I do, uh, I've seen like three other people kind of come into the market. After, well, when I started, there was one person out of Texas doing what I do. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I believe his name's Oscar. Oh, so yeah. him, Oscar, and then right now. There is another guy, I believe, in Utah, the Nitro Bulls. No,
0: Nitro, yep. Yep. I've started seeing them too.
1: So the that spur that I told you was a little bit more economical. huh. We're all getting we're all getting them from the same place. The
0: same place, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: We're all we're all getting them from the same place. I'm not sure about other people's prices or anything. I don't really like to get too much into it, but right. I just, I see that spur and I'm like, hey, that's that's the same place. We're all getting them from the same place. Like it's all the same thing. There's nothing it's not better. It's not gonna. I mean, prices obviously are gonna change, but it's all the same spur. Like, yeah, uh, it's all the same manufacturer, same guy making them. I know exactly who makes them, where they get them, how much they cost, them. But from there is where I was like, hey, you know what? This is not what I. I mean, I want to offer it just because it's a little at a little bit lower price point for people that uh, don't have the money to spend yeah. two hundred plus on a spur. But I found this guy. He makes some. Um, have you, have you ever ran into Alvaro Alvarez Aguilar? Yeah, yes. Yeah. So he makes his spurs. I ran into it. It was uh, funny. So the guy that makes my boots made this guy some boots, and he tagged them on Instagram. I was like, man, who's this guy? i I seen his, lo- his logo all over the place. Like, who's this guy? Who's this guy? I followed him, started looking into it. He's like, oh, uh, Alvaro Alvarez Aguilar, uh, custom spurs going out the door. I was like, man. So I, I called them. I was like, hey, like, I'm interested in some spurs, wholesale. I need about 30 pairs. Can we do it? He's like, man, I don't really do wholesale because it's just me. Like, it's it's, uh, it's a lot of work. And then especially if you want the rows with them. He's like, every row I make it by hand. Like, I'm over here with the little freaking grinder. Like, every specific little freaking slot, I'm making it by hand. It's not laser cut or nothing. And I was like, well, man, I'll give you uh, three months to make them. But give me, th- give me 30 pairs. Uh, that was the first time. It was uh, 10. I have 2-inch, two 2.5-inch, two and 3-inch. They're all 30 degrees. So, uh, yeah, it took, them, it took them longer than expected. But, I mean, those spurs are, are badass. Huh? They're a lot better quality than, than I mean, the other ones that I saw. And, I mean, the price point isn't too bad. It's about the same as a sling and shank. Yeah. The quality yeah. is there. Yeah, that's, the
0: car. that's cool. I, I, I really like what you're doing and you know, that they're they're becoming more options for guys coming up. When I first yeah. again, even getting equipment was at Beastmaster. Oh, yeah. I said you know, that Beastmaster was around. There wasn't a mm-hmm. whole lot of places where guys could, you know, go and and actually shop around and, and look at affordability, you know, especially guys getting started where some yeah. of quality is going to be a little bit less important oh yeah especially when it comes to custom stuff you know when I first started I you don't know what you need really I, I mean... <laughs>
1: exactly so that, I, I try to help out people and it, obviously I say like if you guys are looking like starting off and looking to buy all your gear like I always help out people I, and, I mean yeah I mean I have people that come in and they're like hey I need uh spurs rope vest helmet everything i'm like all right come in and we'll hook you up man like i always give everybody a nice discount like i mean there's always a little bit of room to to help people out i had a guy he got his rope stolen he got well he got his gear bag stolen one day and he was gonna ride in a couple of days he came in the store and i was like all right man here i'll, I'll give you the the rope pad for free i'll give you a hundred dollars off the rope the spurs i'll give them to you for a hundred i didn't give them to him for a hundred bucks i'll give you free straps and a free can of rosin like just get it done man and uh, that kid he 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 left there. He's like, hey, he called me a couple hours later. He's like, hey, man, even my mom said thank you, like, thanks for helping us out. in these times, like, it's not, it's a, it's something that you don't expect. Like, you, from one day to another, you're not expecting to buy a whole nother gear bag. So when stuff like that happens, uh, actually, Canon, Canon Cravens, I believe. Yeah, he was, yeah, no Canon. He got, he got his gear bag stolen. And uh, I messaged them Because uh, they they stole our They uh, broke into our store twice Last, or two years ago So I know the feeling man. I
0: remember that Facebook post
1: Yeah, so the, I, I know the feeling And it's just like, man This guy got his gear bag stolen I messaged him, I was like, hey man, what kind of rope do you want? And he's like, anything We're Just right-handed American Just anything, I was like, well, I'll get you a custom made No, he's like, nah, just send me whatever you have to, Whatever you have So I had a rope from my buddy from strong bull ropes and i sent him out i sent it out to him and he's like man this is the best rope i've ever used how do i get another one so i put him in contact with him and he's like on uh he's on the wait list so because his wait list is four months i believe so it's just like boom send cannon and rope put him on the wait list again so he's just kind of yeah, like boom, boom, boom. Always, yeah yeah he he says he he loves those ropes and he's uh he's all for them. And it all started from just me giving him a rope because his gear bag got off. Yeah, that's cool.
0: Yeah. That, that, and that, I mean, it's nice being able to buy all your equipment in one place too. And not yeah, all, you know,
1: 50 different places. No, yeah, for sure. And uh, other than that, I mean, right now what I'm kind of uh, messing around with more is like helmets. So, yeah. uh, so my, my thing is uh, a lot of these like original bulltuff helmets and all this other stuff, what it is is just a Bauer helmet with a sticker on it. Yeah, that's all. The I fa- <laughs> so the face mask, like people are paying eight hundred dollars for these. And she's like, "Dude, I can get you that Bauer helmet on eBay right now for forty dollars."
0: Yeah, and and the only the only difference on some of those is the face mask. That's the only difference, and you have different qualities so, of that face mask. But the,
1: the helmets themselves, you can you can get up. It on eBay or yeah. So I get them from another site. But a lot of them, I mean, I kind of go off, like, there's a helmet rating thing on the internet. It's like Virginia Tech. So I go off, I go on there, start looking for helmets, kind of see what the best ones are, like the best rated ones are. Sure. And kind of, I just bring them in, see what they look like. Kind of, I mean, obviously people like crazy colors too, so I look for that kind of stuff. But more specifically, more like I get a lot of, or I get like, hey man, why are they so expensive? It's like, dude, this shell costs $300. Yeah, like $300 plus uh, I mean a chin strap is almost $30 here at the at the sporting goods store. Right. So you are like before I even put a face mask on it and like every the just on clips uh clips uh screws and those little snap buttons that plus the chin strap plus the helmet like on a good helmet you're already down $350. Yeah, no joke. Without a face mask. So I mean, I get people. I was like, "Hey, I want, I want this specific helmet." All right, look it up. I was like, "You want a newer used?" Because obviously, if somebody uses it for hockey for ten games, like right. these professional teams, professional teams sell off their gear after the, at the end of the season. They use them for ten games, and then it's like a brand new helmet. Like the logos on the inside are still good. That's what I go for. I like, "You want a newer used?" If you want to use, I can get you a better price. If you want a new, it's I mean, your base price is four hundred, right? Four hundred, four fifty just because the helmet itself costs 300 And it's like, nah, boy, I'd rather get a 2-tough. I was like, okay, man. Like, I'm not – I don't try to compete with them. I like to give people options. Obviously, they're doing their thing 2-tough and 100X. I mean, we the the guy who makes the 100X we met him last year in Texas, he was a super nice guy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I I I showed him what we were doing, and he's like, well, yeah, good luck with it, man. Like, you know, he does his own thing. He doesn't talk down on anybody else. Like, yeah, he was really cool to us.
0: Yeah, Chris is a good and, guy.
1: Yes, sir. And then, uh, I mean, that's kind of what I've been uh, messing around with lately, the helmets more, just putting together different kinds of helmets. Uh, oh, man, I, I have one that I just put together for, for a buddy of ours in Texas. I have it in my room. I should have brought it out with me. But, uh, yeah, just doing that, I mean, just trying to, trying to make – make it more accessible, I guess. Cause like I told you like these OG bull tough, like, cause they're like the best of the best they're going for $800 used. And when was the last time a bull tough helmet was even made? Like I try to Google it and it's like, they don't, it doesn't, nothing comes up.
0: That's
1: nuts. 800 books. And it's, I'm not too sure. Like, like I said, this was before my time. So I, I, I don't know when they were in the market or how long they were in the market uh when the last time they sold the helmet was because i mean those bauer helmets i mean the plastic that they're made of over time they kind of dry not dry rot but they get dry and yeah pack, like really easily so i mean a lot of these people are like oh it's a bullshit! it's a bullshit!" like man dude like get the face mask get a new helmet on there and... well and they're
0: made so it's different than a 100x which i think 100x still are to a certain degree but a lot of these those helmets they're made to break and that's actually oh, yeah they're made to do that so that it takes the impact you know it's mm-hmm. pretty set out um where the 100x are just built they they have the unique helmet you put that aside that's a whole different
1: yeah that's that's different. like a bull riding specific like yeah so that's different. why i say I'm, i've never compete with them because they're they're on a whole different level they're yeah. they have their manufacturers they have everything is getting right. made specifically for them they're not doing what i do kind of piecing Every, everything together yeah.
0: yeah everything else is piecing it together i mean Mm -hmm. they're not manufacturing you know (laughs) and the hockey helmets you 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 are what it is and there's still a huge market out there for people that that's you know they they prefer that kind of helmet
1: yeah no so uh with chris like when we talked he's like yeah man like a lot of people like my helmets a lot of people don't like that's fine it's totally up to everybody what they like like people use them and they don't like like i had a this Brazilian guy, he sold me a 100X on there. Because I, mean, I just wanted to see, like, before, this was before we met Chris, so I just wanted to see what it was, what it's all about. Right. So he, he's like, I don't like it. It's too heavy for me.
0: Yeah. I, I'll buy it off, I'll buy it a for you. That's the biggest complaint. I would say Um, I feel like getting, as far as getting stepped on, those 100Xs to me are, are just bar none. However, mm-hmm. the downside to the 100X is, is maybe a little bit on on the weight. I feel like I've been knocked out more using a 100X just hitting the ground. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas with you know, when I was using the other helmet, it didn't happen as much when I was hitting the ground. However, getting stepped on, it was the exact opposite. So it's almost like
1: yeah. You know, the give you, and take. You
0: know, the give and take, what do you want and then, you know, what does it
1: feel like? what you're more comfortable with and just kind of like i mean that's that's kind of a big i mean like i said we could talk about that for phase two helmets and safety and obviously i mean back (laughs) in the day there was those there was those guys making those uh cowboy armor i think it's called cowboy armor something like that and it was just a uh warrior helmet i think with the cross face mask, and they were signing them for hundred and four hundred and fifty dollars when it cost them not even $100 to put it all together. <laughs> it's like, man, like, and I saw, I saw the, I saw, so I, I, I look into this stuff, like, I look it up, I see where, like, because uh, once I started seeing, like, these Bulltup helmets, of $700, $600, $800, OG, 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 I started looking into it, and then just looking into a whole bunch of, like, there was, like, this old school bull riding forum, which talked about, like, that the cowboy armor and then uh, but there really wasn't too much on the actual uh bolta like on their company or nothing there was there's nothing on the internet so i've i've always had that curiosity to see where the hype comes from
0: yeah 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 that's that's an interesting deal um (laughs) yeah you've been doing quite a bit on social obviously how long have you been in operation for now
1: so this business, we started it in 2020, peak COVID.
0: Uh, so you, you're three years in.
1: Three years in. You're yeah, it, it's actually, it's actually three years this month. Actually, something like that. One of these days, it's been exactly three years that we started, and so with that, I mean, uh, three years with that, and she, we started like using the whole TikTok thing at the end of. 2021 like october 2021 was when we hopped on tiktok and just kind of started putting out the content of like the bull ropes and it just kind of popped off a little bit uh i mean we've been lucky to to have have that audience like you could say have that audience that follows us and just kind of like go, goes crazy for like random videos I, I mean <laughs> i would just i would just record videos just for fun uh that's kind of how it all started Just funny TikTok, or what I thought was funny TikToks, and then transition when the the oh, you're not the only place. You're not the only place. You're not the like, dude. That video popped off, and just they're like, oh, there's a place like or there's a place in this this little town. And I'm like, okay, man, like, cool. I didn't know they were there. My bad. But, man, all those comments really all pop off the videos. And then just kind of start That's how I went. I went from there, just uh, promoting our bull ropes, running spurs, like, the rosin that we would get. Everything just kind of start, started from there, and it just kind of started going and going and going. And I mean, right now, I'd say about half of our business just comes off of TikTok.
0: Off TikTok, yeah, yeah. You've done really good on your social. All of your social handles
1: have have been yes, pretty.
0: Sir. Well, I've been kind of looking looking into you more, and you know, after getting the bore open, I really like the boar. Yes, so, sir. I'm pretty yeah. pumped about that. And I was in <laughs> a kind of weird spot of trying to get a boar open, oh, yeah. get anything custom. You know, I went to Blake. I loved that boar rope, but at the same time, you know, mm-hmm. I understand his circumstances, and I knew, yeah. Okay. Well, I'm not going to be able to get one for, you know, X amount of time. So, yeah. And then Austin is, he, for me, he just kind of super unreliable. You know, you I've, you, you, I've just, heard. you just don't know when you're going to get it. You're going to get your bull rope. You just don't know. Yeah. If it's pre-made, if it's one he already has made, generally pretty good about just shipping it right out. But, you yeah. know, if it's not, then, you know, it still could be four to six months, you know, just like everybody yeah. else. And, and keith that's what kind of brought me on <laughs> and i had seen you on, on on instagram and and tiktok but i hadn't really you know, put two and two together i knew that you you kind of sold everything so i'd never really thought <laughs> that you know you, you think or i thought more of specific you know bull rope makers you know yeah and yes there's other guys out there yeah beastmaster have been doing it for a long time they've
1: they have bull ropes and yeah. So we, we actually ran into them in Vegas and I was like, hey man, like we saw bull ropes and right now we're we're like kind of at one point with this we tried to we kind of wanted to go into more of a wholesale kind of deal. So yeah. I ran into them, I was like, Hey, we saw bull ropes, like here's a couple of samples, check it out. Nah, they just brushed us off. But yeah, and then, all right, man. That's cool.
0: I've never I mean, actually bought any. The only thing I bought from Beastmaster that I, that I buy from them is uh their benzoin. Okay. Benzoin, and every once in a while I'll benzoin my ropes up, uh you know kind of towards the end. Once they get to that spot where I really like them, I'll benzoin, I'll, I'll benzoin them up. Mm-hmm. Really, generally I only do it maybe once, and okay. I don't know yeah. how, how much longer they last to it. <laughs> <laughs> <Nah. laughs> it be just more of a placebo effect. But actually, yeah,
1: that's. It's what you like, so it's kind of like it's a. It <laughs> yeah. The, I know bull riding is a lot of. It's a lot more mental than a lot of people think. Yeah, that's what I. I've seen that uh, just ring around the practice pin and all this other stuff. I don't know junior, uh, he when he came back from his injury, uh, I took him some of our bulls to practice on, and he was like nervous, nervous. I was like, I got him from the helmet. I was like, hey. Wake the fuck up! And he, oh, bad. <laughs> I was like, "Wake up! This is what you know how to do. You came here to do this. Why are you scared?" He said, like, oh, yeah. "Yeah." He like he like that mental thing was like really blocking him off. And I always tell him, I was like, "Hey, like, how you doing?" He's like, "Oh, good, good, good." I seen him in Clovis uh, a couple months ago. I was like, "Hey, how you doing?" He's like, "Oh yeah, better, better." yeah that day, I got him from the helmet. I was like, "Hey, snap out of it! Come on, man." <laughs> But Junior, Junior's a great guy. I know him. He's, he's a guy. we've been, yeah, we've been uh knowing him for a while now, and he's always been really good to us.
0: Speaking of Spurs, I actually borrowed uh you know when I was kind of testing out some new Spurs know, a year or two ago, and mm-hmm. I he sent me like three different pairs and I was
1: trying them out. <laughs> yeah, no, those are Spurs. Is uh, a whole. I mean, I got guys that want. Uh, seventy-five degree turn in or freaking no turn in. You get there's so many, so many, so much that you can change in the spurs. That man, that's how you ride. Doesn't
0: matter. Depend. You know mm-hmm. what your spurs are degreed at, and it all depends the
1: on length. That. Yeah,
0: how much do? You, oh yeah, for sure. you know, How much you turn your toes up
1: out? All of it. Mm-hmm. All of it comes into to play. Yep, exactly. So that 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 stuff specifically, man. Like spurs, uh, I've made custom spurs with like a seven, like I said, like a seventy-five degree turn in. I've made custom spurs that are like I want it to be two inches with almost not like fifteen degree, which is like nothing. Yeah, and they're kind of almost like the bareback spurs. but I, I think bareback spurs are like five degrees or something, but like something like that. And I'm like, oh, like these people, like that's that's the thing. Even more than ropes that I've seen, very a lot more than. In the cu- customization aspect of it, to where there's there's just so much you can change, and in, in such a like, I mean, you see a spur, obviously. There's it's like it's a spur, but there's so much you can change on them. Oh yeah, there's tons.
0: Yeah, I I saw, and, and a lot of the Brazilians use them, and they're like the teardrop. But at the very yeah. end, they kind of tear up. Mm-hmm. So they they come down like you know your regular uh, teardrop spurs, and then at the yeah. very they kind of come up just a little bit. It's not like a complete up shank. It's just yeah a little bit to where they're not going down.
1: <laughs> and that's the ones
0: I wanted to try out. That's what I, I borrowed one set from Junior. And then the other set that he had didn't have that. And I didn't I ended yeah. up I ended up going with some. I actually ended up going with um well Andrew Alvidrez. I think Andrew got it mm-hmm. from somebody. And then and then he and then so he got a made like that. And then Keith got his made just like Andrew. And then I got ma- mine made just like Keith. And then I know another
1: one. Okay. <laughs> <Here goes. laughs>
0: I'm like, that's funny. It's just like going down this line.
1: Yeah. No, yeah. I've seen that. Even here, like uh the ones that I've sold them, uh, they're like, hey man, this guy got the spurs, he got the spurs and then <laughs> sold sell them to one. He lets the other guy borrow them. Hey, I need that same exact spur. Can you get it for me? Yeah, I have I have them right here. I need that. Don't change nothing. Exactly how you sold it. All right, yeah. So it it goes like that. It's kind of a it's funny how that happens. And then I know in Bakersfield, they're all same spur too. A uh, three inch, thirty degree. Uh, they're all using the same spur. They all want the same spur that this guy Luis Tenoco uses. And uh, shout out to Luis. He always helps us out to get a, a lot of business out of the out in his practice pin. Uh, we've never actually been out there, but I mean, half of the gear there is is from us.
0: That makes it easier on you guys when you start getting mm-hmm. people asking, and it probably yeah. a lot easier instead of telling, you know, somebody, "Hey, I want this specification." Mm-hmm. You can just be like, "Hey, I want it like this guy." I got a rope. Yeah. Who are they are? I can't forget who it is, but Kyler Oliver gets ropes from him, and it's a Brazilian rope. And his isn't as bad as FR on just complete stiffness and stuff, but it was still. Okay. It, it took about twenty twenty five before it broke in for me, and I, it just was a little yeah. bit. For my liking, but when I would message him, I would just say, I want a rope just like Kyler Oliver's rope.
1: <laughs> no, yeah, for sure. I get a lot of that. I because I had a for a while we were carrying the these are RR, so they were made by Ricardo Ribeiro from Brazil, too. And I would get guys, hey, I want that rope that uh, who was the first one that bought one from us? I believe it was the same guy, Luis Tinoco. I want the same rope that he's got, same rope, same rope, same rope. Hey, I seen this rope over there. You still got them? Yeah, I got a couple. All right, I want the same rope. But then they would come back to the same thing. Like, hey, this is too stiff. Like what I told you earlier. Like, hey, uh, it's not working out for me. It's too stiff. And I, man, there was a whole bunch of trading going on and stuff. Like, there was only about 10 ropes that I brought. So I know I I can pick them out in the crowd. And I'm like, hey, I didn't sell you that rope. Where'd you get it from? Oh, yeah, I got it from this guy. And then this guy got it from this <laughs> guy. And I'm like, damn, dude, these things go around. But shoot, I had, I had a guy here in from, uh, He's a little about an hour north. He called me. He's like, Hey, uh, I got this rope. I used it on 20 head, but I can't, it's not working for me. One of the Brazilian ropes. Yeah. So he left handed one. I called this guy. He's He had asked me for another one. I was like, Hey, this guy got one. He only used it on 20 head. Oh, I'll buy it. I'll buy it. I don't care what it costs. I'm going to buy it. I'm going to buy it. I'm going to buy it. I'm like, All right, man. And then I got him in contact with him. And then he came back and got a different rope. So it's just kind of like, I mean here here locally at least we can kind of crisscross yeah. and trade.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and you you yeah. see uh, on those sites and stuff, you see a little bit of it, but man anymore you can't hardly trust any of those Facebook groups. Oh man, Be- many cameras going around, probably <laughs> 3 out of every 4 posts is somebody No, Somebody
1: love- They they started uh they started stealing my posts like my descriptions and everything, my pictures, my descriptions, everything. and i'm like wow like i remember the specific post it was when we were barely gonna open our store i think i needed like i needed uh like 300 or something to pay the the business license like at the city so i put these ropes up i was like hey uh ropes on sale uh special price because i'm opening a store and the expenses are are really big or something i forgot exactly what i put and i put at the bottom like shipping available I believe 150 fifty p a a piece just because I need the money. And I'd seen this thing pop up like three weeks ago on Facebook. Same exact picture, same exact. uh They just copied and pasted. And I'm just like, man, like dude, these guys are, they don't even hide it anymore. But I was actually just going to make the TikTok about that because I, you see, like we see it. Oh, you see a post I'm like scam. I can already pick them out. I don't even have to read it. Pick them out. Scam, 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 scam. But then you read in the comments and, like, oh, this guy's a scammer. He scammed me. He stole $200 from me. I'm like, dude, like, don't fall for it. Like, that's, yeah. that's like, the first thing you can do. Just kind of look more into it before you send anybody money.
0: Yeah. Uh,
1: obviously, with, with us, I know it's – I mean, not everybody's going to buy – everybody kind of looking for a deal, looking for a deal. I mean, if it's, if it's too good to be true, most of the time it is. I'd say –
0: what you have going on with your ropes right now? If you can, if you can buy a quality rope for three to three fifty, you're getting a good deal. Period. Mm-hmm. That's a good deal. And if That's... you're buying one used, my it, for me, if I don't know somebody that knows the person I'm buying from, I'm probably mm-hmm. I'm not going to buy it from. I'm, at least not shipping. You know, pick up
1: it, even even it, then. Um, you buy a used rope. Um, they could say twenty head, thirty head. They've had that rope for two years. You, almost you never know. Person. Or some pictures.
0: Some pictures are decent, so there there can be some pictures that give you a good idea if you know who made the rope, and you see, yeah. the, you can be like, okay, then that's that's pretty
1: reasonable. Um. No, but... yeah, for sure. And then, like you said, like those Brazilian guys that they use them a couple of times and they sell them out. I like yeah. those. I've seen people. I've seen some of them post on the Facebook groups. Uh, I Junior post all the time dinner uh, barboza,
0: uh, he, barboza yeah I've, I've actually i bought a new and used one from him and i mm-hmm. saw him posted on facebook and then uh i forget where we were at sioux falls or something that next weekend and so i messaged yeah. him bring it to sioux falls and i bought him from there but yeah he, he posts every now and again he'll post new used real. yeah
1: so it's like that and then for, man, these facebook groups now it's like you said there's there's a page called rodeo Equip- equipment and they're yeah. <laughs> scamming or bull riding. I can't, I can't remember what the other one was called, but I mean, I, I, I see the post and I'm like, scam, 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 scam. It's there's, very rare. Like there's like
0: three groups too. There's, there's like three of them on, on Facebook. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. And one of the That's... things
0: we're doing with Western edge and the mm-hmm. app is, is building a platform for, you know, Western people to connect with Western businesses. And
1: yeah, for
0: sure. Businesses like yours or how this entire, you know, rodeo world is going to thrive and the the people mm-hmm. coming up are going to have access. Look, not everybody comes out of Texas and grows up, you know, right. having access to yeah. all this. You know? For yeah. me, I was, I, when I came into the sport, I was completely rodeo was foreign to me. I didn't know anything mm-hmm. and being able to connect with the right businesses and the right people to yes, kind of help sure. guide me through that process that wasn't really there. Um, and so mm-hmm. one of the things that, you know, I, I want to do and and what we're doing with Western edge is, is being able to highlight businesses like yours Connecting. that mm-hmm. are, that are really, you know, helping connect and, you know, be that one-stop shop for a lot of these guys coming yeah, up sure. and even for guys like me and, and Keith and blue and junior Patrick Souza I mean, you know, guys that are doing this for a living, you know,
1: there's
0: one place where you can go and you can, if your, you know, budget doesn't allow you to, you can still come and affordably Mm -hmm. be able to, you know, get what you need. Mm -hmm. And at Mm -hmm. the same time, when you do get to the level where you need something very specific, that you're able to, to get that. And that's cool. I, I, I hope that we can continue to to see that i hope your business continues to grow and we start seeing you know more of that because i think it just
1: benefits everybody yes sir no yeah we've been uh i mean we've been trying to get it out there as much as we can like i said tiktok is obviously a big help but we do we go out to events and stuff so uh actually august first august first or second we're going to the ybr in abilene texas okay it's one of those two days so we're, we're going out there we went last year and man, it was crazy uh how many people didn't know that we were what what we did and who we were. Right. I I because I thought obviously like I mean, at that time we had maybe fifteen thousand followers on TikTok. And I thought, you know, like people are gonna know us. People like if they if they don't know of us or what we do, but at least they've seen me on TikTok or something, like, you know, and then man you get out there and it's like, Oh, where are you guys from? Like, how long have you guys been doing this? I didn't even know you guys were around, like I wish I would have known. I just ordered a bull rope from X person, and it's been four, six, four to six months, and I haven't gotten any, haven't gotten anything, and I can't get a refund. So I mean, I wish I would have known you guys were around, but uh, stuff like that. So we went to that one, and then we went to the uh, WCMB in Mesquite, Texas, as well. The junior rodeo or junior bull riding finals. Same thing over there. It was a lot of the same people, but there was some people that were like, "Hey, I, like we didn't even know you were around. Like, oh my, my buddy told us about you, but." we didn't know how to get a hold of you and I was like man I got I got the website I got the TikTok the two Instagram pages uh I post on Facebook all the time like and even when I even when I post on Facebook they'll be like oh like is it legit and I'm like you know yeah this is like a legit business uh if you want to pay me here you can just go on my website and here's the link go buy them there like everything's all, I mean I try to be 100% legit with everybody uh just keep it going, like you said, Get make it more accessible for everybody to have it or everybody to kind of have somewhere to come where it's just not like you order online and you can't talk to anybody about it. Like uh, I have my chat on my website. If you guys have any questions about a specific bull rope, uh I get like, oh, what's a, the what's a handle size? What's the tail size? Or what's the rise on it? Uh, who makes them? All this other stuff. I get questions like that all the time. So, I mean, I don't mind answering them uh, just to make it, make it easier, make it a better experience for everybody that kind of comes around, and gives us a chance. I guess you could say.
0: Yeah, I I think what you're doing with the TikTok and stuff, I think that's gonna really benefit you know as you continue to grow because hey, there's a lot of people that are just gun shy because of there's no way to really find out if these places are legit, <laughs> you know, and yeah, and so sure. what you're doing with your content. I believe that's that's kind of where you're going to, you're going to win, you know, you're going to win the day and the months and yeah. year and, and you're, you're growing, you know, pretty fast. And yeah, for sure. I foresee that continuing to happen just because of your communication. And, you know, if you, if you do any level of digging into CP Western, you find out pretty quick that it's a legit company.
1: <laughs> yeah. We, we've been working on the image of it, everything. Like I'm not the best at uh. How could I say it? like all this uh, Google, uh, what SEOs and stuff like that? Yeah. Where I'm, I mean, we don't have the budget to pay to be at the top. Like every once in a while, once I get to a foreign computer or somewhere like, because obviously if I look it up on my phone, we're gonna be the first one to pop up. But yeah. I, I like to go on and on somebody else's phone and just Google uh, bull rope, see how far down we are, and I, like little by little we're climbing up the climbing up the scale. Uh, obviously, you got the big guys up there. The first one, if you Google bull ropes, the first one's going to pop up for Beastmaster MX and Rodeo Mart. Right. Uh, from there, you got like uh, EPT bull ropes and, the, and then you get us. Like after all the ads and after all this, you okay. get us. Like little by little, we're we're climbing up. Uh, bull riding spurs, I mean, that that search, like uh, through, our, through our app, we can see how many people search for a specific thing or how many people view a page a day i mean obviously the spurs are a big thing for us the fa the bull riding face mask because we saw just the face mask uh we're like there's only one other person that does that online so that that's like a very specific search yeah, so sure. we get we get that a lot yeah that's, that's we cool. get that a lot and then uh what was it for a while it was uh just the Roughstock boots because i haven't i had them on the website there was nothing in stock but people were just searching them. It was, you would search it and it would be the first one to pop up. So you would get a lot of people on the website for that. But uh, yeah, we try to just uh, keep up with all that kind of stuff. And like I said, we don't have the budget to be at the top, but little by little, just from uh, so so many people visiting our website and all this other stuff, we're climbing up. We're, We're from now, right now, I believe we should be in like the top four or five, uh, Websites or businesses listed for like bull riding gear. riding well, gear.
0: Well, that's one thing too that you know with uh, which all you know you really want to as a business you want to immerse yourself in 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 every different way that you can market and be seen. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of the things with Western Edge that we we're really excited for is as this thing grows, that search engine that we have built into the app, where people can find okay. the businesses and they can find them close to them, and they they can actually search keywords and not have to you know there's a lot of these businesses that don't even have websites yeah for sure. a lot of businesses that are you know they don't have websites yet there's a lot of businesses that you're not going to be able to find on google mm-hmm. and you know, they're not maybe doing all the right things like you know you you have to kind of try to get into each different way that people are yes and then monitor and click funnels and all of that to make sure that when you get to their
1: website, yeah.
0: it's one thing that oh, yeah, we, sure. we hope that, you know, with our platform, we can kind of, you know, help people still be able to find those businesses. Cause there's a lot of really good businesses out there mm-hmm. that do quality work and, and they just need to be seen like you're, you're talking about and, you know, in that growing stage, but, yeah, but man, I really appreciate you jumping on uh guys you no, can go no to problem. the Western Edge app and type in CP Western and mm-hmm. they're gonna pop up. Check it out. You can go um they've got a media gallery. You can look at their stuff there. You can go to their website from there. They have their social handles on there. Um if you're they're just on Facebook or Instagram, what are your what are your, your handles?
1: Uh so everything is C P Western. Uh just to go to like our specific uh Instagram page, Facebook page. So it's just CP Western. And then I have another one that's called CPW underscore rodeo gear, which highlights more of our, like, bull riding gear and all this other stuff. Kind of, like, more of a, like, uh, that concept is more, like, kind of, like, a story sale, I guess you could say. So I'll post, like, I'll post random deals on there. Uh, Like, hey, uh, specific, or the other day I said uh, I used this rope in a TikTok video. I put rosin on it. 200 bucks and it's yours. Like, I'll just do stuff like that. Uh, do deals like that, more story sell on that CPW page, and then uh, TikTok is uh, CP Western, and our website is cpwestern.myshopify.com. But it's easier just to go to Google and put CP Western, okay? Uh, and all the, I mean, obviously, go check us out, give us a follow, and uh, just off the top of my head, how about we do this for two weeks? Whenever this comes out, you could use. Western Edge twenty for twenty percent off CP Western.
0: Heck yeah, yeah man, we'll do it. Uh, we'll send out a sure. push notification as well, so we can get everybody. Sure. Uh, yeah. uh, if you're if I'll you get, it downloaded, get that push notification. Go check out CP Western
1: quality. Sure, I'll get.
0: This is. I'll good. hop
1: on that right now. I will get that twenty percent discount code for anybody that uh comes from the Western Edge app.
0: Yeah. I, you you're making some of the best gear um you know you're, you're getting some of the best gear and and you're selling it at a reasonable price i i really appreciate what you're doing not just yeah, for us at the top level and but also what you're doing for that that next generation coming up that yes, you know, just getting started and they really yeah, no, yeah. yeah you're, you're that's doing our
1: it. that's one of our favorite uh things about going out to stuff like that like the so just that you see like the like you say the next generation of kids coming in man you get five and six year olds riding sheep and calves, and it's just like, man, these kids are, they love it, man. I've seen seen a whole bunch of uh, little five and six year olds, like determined. Uh, there's a couple guys around here, like, there's some twins. <laughs> there's two little twins there. <laughs> I believe they're five or six this year. I'm gonna be like, hey, who's going to win today? Me. Who's winning today? Not me. Me, me. And then just start right there. And they're good. They're good little calf riders. That's, they're, that's like the the next generation and then obviously everybody kind of has this uh image of california and stuff but there's a lot of bull riding going on in the central valley of california sure
0: yeah definitely man thanks for coming on everybody yes, joining in, uh, make sure you check out sombrero brands or sponsors they make some quality hats out of texas uh you know thank you for cosmic cowboy productions they're the ones that make all this happen put all this together man it would take me way too long to do that and then <laughs> obviously western edge app uh you know that's why we're doing this we want to give back we want to inform people we want to highlight you know different disciplines different businesses and i think we Mm -hmm. can all benefit from it whether you're you know bored or you're (laughs) on the road um check out the podcast thanks for supporting it you like these hats go to left it's my favorite kind of hat we only sell one kind of hat and it's this one
1: (laughs) so yeah man
0: you like the hat check it out but Man, thanks for thanks for j- twin,
1: jumping on. Ah, <laughs> uh, thank you for having us, and uh, appreciate the space and the time that you gave us, and all the uh, the kind words for our business and our products. Man, really appreciate it.
0: All right, see you guys later. See you.